What's in the bag? A shark or something? Put the bunny back in the box. Hello, everybody. This is Two Guys, Five Movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelican. You are listening to The Quick Cage. And Frank, which Nicolas Cage movie are we talking about tonight? Uh, so tonight we're talking about 2017's Inconceivable, <clears throat> um, which it just dawned on me is the name of that movie is also a pun. And I guess I'll explain how it's a pun. Um, it's a really bad pun, which is maybe why I didn't catch it. Um. Stars a uh, cage, um, in kind of a bit role. Like he's not not a bit role, but he's definitely a supporting actor in this. Um, main stars are Gina Gershon and Nikki Whalen, and then also has um, Faye Dunaway in a minor role. Um, basic premise is that, ah oh, man, and, I guess Eva, and, and Eva, Eva Marie, the wrestler. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, she okay. plays she plays the lesbian um, uh, fitness instructor, but she gets she gets murdered. Okay, that's probably for the best. Oh, it's that's that's who that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know this movie. So it's about this couple who this like couple of doctors who have a child, but they've had trouble conceiving in the past. The woman, Gina Gershon, who's the mother and wife, um, she had some sort of pill addiction at some point, um, but they're better and they're together and they randomly meet through her fitness instructor. Who's, played by the wrestler Eva Marie. Mm-hmm. Um, Eva Marie, whatever. <clears throat> they randomly meet this fitness, this woman who has a child. Um, Gina Gershon and this woman become really good friends. The daughters become friends because she has a kid and they have a kid. And their daughters become friends. Um, they invite her to move in with them and be like a live-in nanny and then they decide they want to have another kid, but then she has a miscarriage, Gina Gershon. And the live-in nanny, like, nurses her back to health. And turns out that the live-in nanny's having a lesbian affair with um, the fitness instructor. Dude, I don't know. It's It's so tiring talking about this movie. It's, like, basically, like, as soon as you see the first four minutes of this movie, you know what the twist is. Which is that the woman's going to try and like steal Gina Gershon's life. And it's like, not even like subtly foreshadowed. They just basically tell you the entire movie. That's what's going to happen. So like a single white female type thing, like she's going to steal the entire life or steal the kid or just like the husband. Yeah, too. She wants like... the whole life. She wants Nick Cage and she wants. So the twist to this movie and the reason this is called inconceivable is because I think because like it's number one, really hard to fathom this ever like <laughs> happened to you. 
but also uh-huh. because Gina Gershon couldn't conceive. Right. Right. I it, like literally as we were like starting the opening notes of this podcast, it dawned on me that like, oh my god, that's why it's called inconceivable. Um, the twist is that their first baby, Cage and Gershon, was um a surrogate baby. And this woman, the living nanny, it was her egg that was fertilized to create this child. Um, and then she murdered a woman whose child she carried as a surrogate. And that's her baby. Mm-hmm. And that happened in the same year because basically like the surgery to remove her eggs was botched and caused her to not be able to produce eggs anymore. So there's one egg left. They got three eggs, like when they harvest her. And mm-hmm. the third egg is the one that Gina Gershon is going to like. Oh, so they ask. Um, I'm sorry. Like I skipped the important plot point in this really important. <laughs> movie. Um, they ask uh, Ava Marie, the fitness instructor, to be the surrogate for him. But then when Ava Marie told that to live in nanny murderer, she went crazy and killed Ava Marie. And made it look like a boating accident. So then they would have no choice but to ask her to be the surrogate. Because there's no other people that can be surrogates on the planet. Mm-hmm. There's this whole terrible thing where Faye Dunaway is Nick Cage's mom. And Faye Dunaway doesn't trust. Or just, Katie is the name of the surrogate. Doesn't trust Katie. And she's trying to talk Nick Cage and um, Gina Gershon out of like letting them into her life. But then all of a sudden like out of nowhere she changes her mind and like she likes Katie when Gina Gershon starts to doubt her mm-hmm. like w- without exaggeration and this is going to sound like a completely exaggerated claim but uh, like I, I really mean it feels like it was directed by um, what's his name the guy that did the room uh, I can't oh. remember that you know what I'm talking about? Like, I, I do, I do, but I got confused for a second because I thought you were talking about the 19, the 2000, the one from last year. That's the horror movie. Um, no, not, Tommy, not, Tommy was 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 yeah. uh, or whatever. Like, Tommy, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it feels like it's directed by him. Like the dialogue is stilted. A lot of it is just really, I don't know, like. Not incomprehensible, because that's not the right word, but kind of... Inconceivable? It is inconceivable the way that they move from one talking point to another and somehow change emotion. They also skip, like, a whole lot of time. Like, I was down... I was looking at my phone, like, reading some work emails, and I looked up, and I swear to God, it felt like hours had passed because it was a completely different movie almost like all of a sudden she's pregnant and i knew i don't know anyway it's imagine watching a soap opera for like six months and then somebody comes behind and like cuts that soap opera into an hour's hour and 20 minutes worth of plot summary because you know like soap opera plots develop over a long time but they also like evolve kind of over that time. So just imagine that. And so all you're seeing is snippets from like Young and the Restless. Right. So it would be like, right. So, you know, well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I like that analogy. Okay. 
Because you, you can summarize. Because you can summarize. I can summarize a plot point in Young and the Restless that's been going on for six months in three sentences. Yeah, you and, could do that it, with plot points here. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Because it's like. Because but are you are you saying then? Okay, so let me see if I understand what you're saying. So you're saying like if you took six months of like a plot line in Young and the Restless and you just saw like four different parts of that like story through the six months, that's how it's chopped together. Right, because you know how, like, okay. in a soap opera, like, they'll get to a point, and, like, both pr- the principal actors in the scene will stop talking, and it'll be, like, that pregnant pause where they just kind of, like, show, like, their faces, like, looking concerned or anticipatory, you know what I mean? Right. And then it moves on the, to the next scene. That's what's right. happening all the time. The, 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 my favorite... One of my favorite soap opera jokes Nathan Fillion made. Um, he says that there's three three faces you need to master for soap opera acting. It's is my house burning down? My house is burning down. My house is not burning down. And if you can master those three faces and then do them all consecutively, then you've mastered soap opera acting. That sounds about right. Well, that's about mm-hmm. what this is. Right. Um, the dude that directed this this is his only movie except for I think a short film. It looked like. Um, I believe that it's his, it's his debut. Yeah, he he's he's a reality TV personality of some kind. Because hmm. if you look up his filmography as an actor, he's in like nineteen things, and they're all reality television shows. Interesting. Um, he has no knack for directing. So apparently, this movie was originally conceived before it was inconceivable. It was just conceivable. Um, in 2012, as Lindsay Lohan playing the crazy, mm-hmm. um, killer nanny role, um, and they tried to get what did he say? Oh, hold on, I'm actually I, I have Wikipedia up right in front of my face. So I can just read this shit. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, so do I. I. I've seen this guy before. I know who you're talking about. This guy was like an early season Amazing Race dude that like yeah like became like had 15 minutes yeah. I remember this yeah, so he wanted Jessica Lang or Julia Lewis. Um, no one could have made this movie good. I mean, Faye Dunaway is is a good actress. Nicolas Cage is fine in this movie. He just doesn't have much to do until the very end, where like he just mostly seems like bored and put out by the fact that these two women are like going crazy and like subtly trying to kill each other in his house, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't you supposed to be at work like twenty minutes ago? What's going on here? Like, look, I'm taking the day off. I'm just going to go hang out in the room. And that's that's the Nick Cage portion of the movie. Right. Um, it, Dude, it's a terrible movie. So the end result is that uh, Katie drugs Gina Gershon's carrot juice, which she drinks, and then gets high and stumbles back into her baby shower. Real quick, what? How, so what? How, so she drugs it with what? Um, like I don't know, opiates or some kind. Okay. I don't, I don't think they oh, ever because say she was because she was addicted at one point. Right, right. So she's trying to gotcha. frame her like that she's addicted again. Right. So, oh, so I'm sorry. So Gina Gershon has gone to her friend, who's a DNA expert, to get Katie's DNA tested to see if she's really the mother of her daughter. Like, because that's that Gina Gershon amateur detective has figured out that. Look, I don't feel like talking about this part. Like, it's it's just all real bad. But the end result is that Katie gets Gina Gershon 
to stab her accidentally with a knife in her pregnant stomach and then tries to pretend like Gina Gershon tried to murder her. But the DNA evidence has come back quick enough in like the span of like 45 minutes, maybe. Mm. It, it feels like it because it really is like the course of an afternoon. It has to be. That proves that everything that Gina Gershon said is true and that Katie's crazy and trying to steal all of their babies plus Nick Cage. Um, so then she gets arrested and Cage, Gershon, they get to adopt this woman's like actual biological, their child. I don't know. It's it's terrible. It doesn't make any sense. It's bad. It's bad. Fucking Ancestry.com is not, uh, not on the ball because that shit does not take uh, 45 minutes. minutes? In all fairness, that's an exaggeration. It was probably like four hours. Still. Right. <laughs> anyway, the movie's shit. Shit movie. I can see why no one's ever given this man another chance to direct anything else. Right. It's amazing how three actors that are actually competent actors, I guess, mm-hmm. can be so bad. How was Faye the girl? Dunaway especially. Yeah, well, Faye Dunaway, like, I think it's really interesting that it's like uh, she's now like the B-level Jessica Lange. It's true. That's a, like, that's a, like if they wanted Jessica Lange and Lindsay Lohan, Lohan for this shit, and it's like well, okay, we'll take Faye Dunaway. So. I mean, she's probably just working for pills. That, that's probably how Gina Gershon developed her um her habit in the movie was taking Faye Dunaway's opiate. <laughs> uh, luckily, nobody listens to this because that's a defamation suit, probably. I don't mean um, it. It's a parody. <laughs> right, right, right. This is um, all parody, and this is ma- meant for adult audiences. So we how was the how was the how was the Australian actress? Um, the, Who's that? The, uh, the blonde, the, the, the surrogate. Yeah, like uh, bad. They're all bad. There's yeah. no good performances in this movie. Because the she best was performance a... is disinterested Nicolas Cage. Mm, interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah, she was a uh, she was in the last season of Scrubs, like the season that nobody likes that I liked. Um, I remember where they where they rebooted. Um, she's like one of the new interns, but she doesn't have a lot to do. She's just is like kind of like a, um, I can't even remember what her character was. I think she was a ditzy like Australian. Um, she's been in a ton of stuff. Like I knew her just yeah. from <laughs> random shit. Uh, I've seen her in several movies. All right, so what's the score on this movie? Cage's performance is like a 4 out of 10 because he's really disinterested and he's just not doing much. Mm-hmm. There's a Okay, so there, the opening the opening segment is the Australian Katie lady with dark hair stabbing a man to death who's trying to take her baby. And you get the impression that she's like fleeing an abusive relationship. But you later find out that was the night that she murdered the woman to steal the baby. Anyway. So after that, it cuts to Nicolas Cage and Gina Gershon, like, going, like, they're leaving. He's leaving to go to work, and he's putting their daughter into the car. And he has this mon- this little monologue about how um, Purple Rain is actually a song about fatherhood. And Gina Gershon's like, I don't think that's true. And he says, well, that's just how I think about it, so... That's how I feel it's true. And it's like, man, this dialogue. And I knew at that point. 
I will say this about this movie. It made me laugh a whole lot. Like, I laughed, like, dozens of times at this movie. Not on purpose. Like, it was, oh, it wasn't well, purposeful. I mean, right. Yeah. It was on purpose, in my opinion, because it was fucking funny as shit. But right. they weren't trying to be funny. They were trying to be dramatic. Um, His performance is a four. He's very bored, and he's just collecting a paycheck. The movie's like a two. Man, this, this movie is some awful shit. This is one of the worst movies I've watched for the Quick Cage podcast. Mm. Top mm. and bottom. And the only that's, saving that's something. The only saving grace is that it's accidentally funny. Like I don't even it's not even but the thing is it's not even like fun to talk about because it's so the plot's so ludicrous, like so inconceivable, maybe, that <laughs> it just it, it's like characters, like motivations change in the span of like scenes. And you never know how long... Well, give me an example. I swear to God, there's a scene where Faye Dunaway and Nicolas Cage are sitting on, like, a veranda. And Faye Dunaway says, you know nothing about this woman. You don't know where she comes from. You don't know if she's even telling the truth about being in an abusive relationship. And you're going to let her be the surrogate mother, the surrogate to your child, and live in your home. And Nicolas Cage says, we trust her. We love her. She's fine. We consider her one of the family. And Faye Dunaway says, I'm telling you it's a mistake. You're going to regret it. And I swear to God, 10 minutes later, Gina Gershon is saying the same exact thing. And Faye Dunaway says, this is a woman that escaped an abusive relationship. You have to respect that. She's part of your family. You let her into your home. And I was like, what? Faye Dunaway? Like, you haven't even been in a scene since that happened. How have you changed your mind? <laughs> that, that was going to be my question. Was there? There's no scene in between there? where no. like There is nothing that, like... This movie must have been seven hours long. It might, maybe it was a series. I don't know. Like, okay, was, I, I, I take your... I, I, I take what you mean now exactly about the soap opera thing. I understand that. Right, so, like, you're missing, like, these connecting scenes mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. time. But, like, you still get the plot, you know what I mean? It's just, like, it's not believable, but who fucking cares? But anyway. Murder's part of the plot. Um, The Australian woman is naked a little bit in it. That's the only nudity. Nick Cage has really heavy clothes on sex with Gina Gershon, which is just kind of weird. It's because Gina Gershon had enough power and has enough uh, lineage in Hollywood to sit there and say, like, I'm not fucking Nicolas Cage. Right. And plus, he what he's not an executive producer. Plus, right, there's no like he's actually portrayed as like a decent <laughs> father and husband. So there's no reason to put him in a role where he would cheat on her. Right. So the only person he could have possibly had sex with was Gina Gershon, and she ain't even into it in the movie. Like she didn't want none of that. Right. She has some. Um, that's why uh, he's phoning. That's why he's phoning it in. You know. It might be. It might be. He doesn't get. He doesn't get to like. You know, like have fake sex with somebody, like in a movie. So, the funny thing is, this movie was distributed by Lionsgate. So this is like a mm. legit like release yeah. for two hundred eighteen thousand dollars. I mean, it was released simultaneously, um, video on demand, DVD, and uh, quote unquote select theaters. I'm going to look something here. Lionsgate movies in 2017 consisted of that Power Rangers remake. Okay. Um, John Wick Chapter 2. 
the My Little Pony movie. Boo 2, the Medina Halloween. A movie called Wonder that has Julia Roberts' own Wilson in it. Mm. Jigsaw. Um, something with uh, some guy I never heard of, Michael Keaton, called American Assassin. I um, watched. Did you say you watched that? I did. Huh. Eh. Huh. Look, sometimes you got nothing to do in your life. Uh, where's the money? Which looks That's like fun. I don't. E- I don't even know. Uh, aftermath. Okay, I'm. I'm in the shit that I have no idea. Lionsgate. <laughs> Lionsgate's not legitimate anymore for me. You're. You're thinking of 20 years ago when it was legitimate. Well, it still lives in my mind. Miramax is still legitimate to me. Is that still a brand? Do they have they rebranded yet? Uh, I don't know. I mean, can you ever come back from... No, I mean by rebranding, by like just renaming the entire production company. Well, it was absorbed into, um... Disney or something? Buena Vista. Yeah, a long mm. time ago. Okay. And I think it was just... Because Dimension and Miramax both got absorbed into Buena Vista. I think. And I think that... I don't, I don't know what the last Miramax release was, but I think it's been a while. Whoa, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is that? Also, why is... is there did you have, do you have that phone against your chest or something? Why? What happened? It sounded like a buzzsaw cut through something, and then I just heard a big boom of my voice. That's the chainsaw maniac that's in my, my house? <laughs> that's that poster that's behind you, right? Where is the poster behind you? Uh, well, I can't see you right now, but... Um... Oh, I'm not in that chair right now. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You usually have a Texas Chainsaw post behind you. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. That's over on the um, adjacent wall to where I'm sitting. So you heard they're making another sequel to that, right? Like a direct sequel? I didn't. That's, um... They are. Then <clears throat> they make me happy. Lionsgate produced Antebellum. Did they? Well, that's this year. Yeah, I was just looking up 2017. Um, so, is this the third direct sequel now to Texas Chainsaw? Well, Texas Chainsaw 2 is a direct sequel to Texas Chainsaw. Right. Well, it, it is. It is. It's a direct sequel in the sense that it takes place like 10 years later. Um... What do you consider a direct sequel to Texas Chainsaw? Well, this movie is supposedly a direct sequel to Texas Chainsaw. So there's there's Texas Chainsaw 2. Right. There's Leatherface, which is the sequel to Texas Chainsaw 2. Hmm. Lionsgate produced... Well, if you're only looking at 2017, I don't know what to tell you. They've produced some, some real movies in the past, like, decade. Okay. Sicario, Ex Machina, Ladybird, mm. La La Land, Judy, Knives Out, Bombshell, Imitation. 2017 Day. wasn't a good year. That's all I'm saying. I looked up 2017. It's bad. Django apparently was produced in part by Lionsgate. Mm. John Wick series. Right, the John Wick stuff. I, I, yeah, I saw it too. It was in 2017. That's our biggest hit that year, I think. That's pretty big hit. 
Sure. They did the Power Rangers movie, which I have a secret love for. I said that in the 2017 list. You don't even listen to me anymore. I I never have. (laughs) Oh, man, they did Gods of Egypt, though. All right, so what do you want to talk about about a random subject before we end the podcast tonight? Did um did we talk about uh I think it's called like Hunting for the Wilder Things. Did we talk about that movie? I told you, you to told, watch. You it. told me to watch it. I'm not. It's still on my watch list. I watched it. Yeah, you really need to watch that movie. I I, I really enjoyed that movie quite a bit. Okay, yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going to. It's 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 on there. Um, that's not what it's called though. It's called. Something else, and I'm forgetting the title. Something the Wilder Things. Hunt for the Wilder People. That's it. Yeah, that movie's yes. really good. Um, Taika, Wait- Ta- Taika Watiti directed it from 2000. Taika Watiti, yeah. Uh-huh. What? I'm not ever going to say that man's name right, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to. Every time. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to watch that. Um, I um I got done our 40s comedy list today, um, which I'll talk to you about one of those movies off air. But um, I got done that today. I still have the one to go for next week's podcast, podcast, which is the 80s action movies, and then I'll move on to our um, episode with um Jimmy Custis um and watch those movies. Um, and I've kind of started dipping into our end of the year, 70, 80s, 90s, 2000s. So, um, I'll have some free time here soon to like, kind of like get into some things that like are non-podcast related. Um, there's that I want to watch. And then there's, um, Shutter just came out with the Joe Bob Briggs special, um, which is t- two movies. It's, um, Hack-O-Lantern. Do you know this oh, movie? Hack-O-Lantern is a funny movie. Okay, um, so that's one of them, and then there's a, which they don't, normally don't do with him, it's a Shutter exclusive that's this year, um, so it's those two movies um, that are, like, part of the Joe Bob special, so I think I'm going to watch both of those, like, this week since it's Halloween, and then there was something that came out on Netflix today that I want to watch. Um, no one's, what's tonight? Yes, uh-huh. And then, good job. Two, Friday is, um... He's not uh, here or something like that. Like his, his house. Yeah, his yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. His house and um, in in his name or in in something, some uh religious horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want to watch those. Like since it's you know the end of the month and close to Halloween, I want to watch all those things. Um, so I'll probably hey, spend Shutter, the rest. Of- Shutter has a Spanish horror movie that you might not enjoy. <laughs> called right. I, I know. I know. I've already discounted that movie, Frank. I saw it and I ignored it. Um, I, don't see, I don't see this um, Joe Bob Briggs thing. Yeah, that's right. I have Hacker Lantern up here. Uh, yeah, because it's for some reason they did not add it to the um, just scroll down or something. Uh, or no, it's Joe like Bob, right before Joe uh, Bob's Halloween Hideaway. Halloween Hideaway. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. For some reason, getting logged out of Shutter on. Uh, I think you're doing this to me. You oh, so well, hey, that's what it is. So when you're logging in, the, <laughs> when you're logging in the Shutter, the like the, the two times you do it in the past like four months, 
you're logging me out, I think. And then I have to log back in. And then when you, when I, I bet you I'll be get logged out later tonight. Is what will happen. Hey, I, I've seen this movie. That's the first part of Halloween hideaway. What? Haunt. I've seen it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's been uh, on Shutter for six months. Oh, okay. It's not worth watching. This is why you've never been told to watch it because I've watched it and found it wanting. So, right. It has uh, been. Tough. Uh, I'm still going to watch it just so you see, know. Because I, 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 I like Joe Bob. So, so. Oh, I have a question, real quick. A movie called 13B. Do you know this a, movie? What is it about? A man experiences a supernatural occurrence at his newly purchased apartment, a soap opera being telecast exclusively on his TV, which shows the future of his family. That sounds really tiring. It's two hours and 24 minutes long. It's from 2009. And, um, but I have heard. Oh, it's Indian. But I have like read it on a couple of lists mentioned when I look stuff up. Of saying that it's actually good. So listen. This is not meant to be derogatory. <laughs> You're going to kill our podcast. I have no interest in Indian horror movies. Right. I just, it, it's like I've never watched one that I've enjoyed. And I feel like I don't want to start now. So. I didn't, realize, me, I didn't realize it was in the until just now when I looked up like the languages. Just to double check. If you tell me it's good, I'll tell you I'm going to watch it and I'll still never watch it. But at least you'll have that like hope that I might watch it. Right. I just, I don't, I don't like the way that Indian films portray the supernatural. Like, I think it's really hokey. The it way is, it's, it's cheesy. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know why. It's like I, that. I, I used to feel that way about older some of some of the older stuff in Japan. I used to feel that way about like like seventy stuff. I thought it was kind of hokey. See, I sometimes, felt like sometimes it was all right, but sometimes it was really hokey. I, I felt like a lot of that was on purpose because I kind of feel like that was meant to evoke like like no theater or kabuki kind of, and maybe it's just that I don't understand enough about what. It's a, supposed to evoke in like Indian horror, so maybe that's just on me. Maybe I would really appreciate it more if um. Guess how many stars the movie Hide and Seek has according to Prime Video? The movie that was uh, old Monday Night Movie. No, did we watch that? Oh, uh, De Niro, right? As the psychologist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. What is it? What Amazon Prime is trying to tell me that this is a four-star movie. Hmm. That's not correct. That's not correct at all. It's also telling me The Messengers is a four-star movie. That Footloose is a five-star movie. That the original Resident Evil movie is a five-star movie. I don't. I don't think Prime is um is a trustworthy source for stars. No, it's not. You have to look at the end of the score that's next to it and get a better gauge. Because there's tons of bad horror that they will sit there and tell me is three and a half stars, and then I look at the end of score and it's like, like three point five, and it's like, 
Yeah, right. Nope. Nope. Can't do this. What one. is what is Sunday? 80s action? Yes. Alright, I have like two left to watch on that list. Yeah. Is one of those the ones that I have left to watch as well? No, I watched no, that okay. one. Gotcha. I'll bring it to you on Friday. Okay. Um I almost I I almost gave some spoilers. Mm. Right. The, the two people that are left listening at the 30-minute mark um, would have got spoiled. I, I honestly like to think that there's people that, like, this is their favorite part of the podcast. Maybe. It's just seeing what charming individuals we are when we're talking about nothing. Right. This is like the Seinfeld portion of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I'm down to in the Amazon Prime rabbit hole. I'm just... I'm, yeah, I you are. Yeah, you on. are. I oh. watched 21 Bridges last night. It's really... It's it's it's, it's a shame about Chadwick Bosman. Like, um... Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's... That is it's, n- it's, n- it's not a good movie. Um, he's good in it, and, um... What's his name? J.K. Simmons is, is good in it in the 10 minutes of screen time that he has, like, roughly. Um... When are you going to set aside time to watch You Don't Mess with the Zohan? Finally. 2008. I mean, I think like, so the the moment I'm ready to end it all will probably come after I've decided that it's worth watching that movie. Will you watch like a double feature of that and um... I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yes, that and um, um, I'll actually uh, rain over me. I'll, I'll watch um, in that in that group as well. You know what you could do? Right now on Amazon Prime, you could watch the 1983 classic Footloose, and then immediately watch the 2011 remake of the 1983 classic Footloose. You know how much I hate that movie, right? Both of which are rated four stars, according to uh, Amazon Prime. Right, right. Oh, no, I'm at the end of Blockbuster movies. Yep. I haven't seen one block. Oh, there's the One Direction movie is on here. Mm. That's cool. It's fascinating to just, like, scroll through shit sometimes. Um, there's some nights <laughs> I sit there and, like, start drinking, and I'm like, what am I going to watch tonight? Well, let me see what what else is up besides so, these things I don't want to watch my watch list. And then I just scroll for so long. And so let's it's... talk about this for a second right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazon Prime has a Halloween section on yeah. their uh, categories. Mm-hmm. There's some really good stuff in this section. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carpenter's Vampires is on there. Um, Texas Chainsaw 2, Poughkeepsie Tapes, um, The Original Cabin in the Woods, um, Night of the Demons, the one that you like. Right. Um, uh, maybe I'm done. <laughs> uh, the Village, good movie. Um, Children of the Corn, which I know that you're a fan of. When I was, yeah, when I was young, I was. Yeah. Fright Night, one of your favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Midsummer. The, ori- the original Fright Night, or is it yeah, the remake? Oh, uh, it's the original. Oh, okay, the remake's also somewhere. Maybe that's Showtime. It's not very good. Yeah, for I see, I see Fright Night. Yeah. 
God, if you ever want to watch a terrible crawl, movie, which is really fun in in the worst way possible, but it made me or Ryan laugh a lot. Crawl, micro? No, 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 no. Crawl, the alligator movie that me or Ryan oh, went crawl. for for that Monday Night Movie Club out of like nowhere last year. Yeah, so I mean, there's like, if you got some time to kill, there's some decent stuff on Prime. And you like that Suspiria, right? The original, like the H, uh, Amazon original remake? Yes. Right? I actually, that's one of my favorite movies of the past couple of years. Until the very end of it. I, I'm not a huge fan of like the last 10 minutes, but up to that point, I think it's really, really good. Pay the Ghost is on there. Mm-hmm. There's a few cage things on here. Midsummer, which you like more and more I, every time you watch it is on there. So, I don't know if I told you, but I secretly watch. Oh my God, Godsend is on here too. That's another one of your favorites from uh, early 2000s. Is that the Kinnear um, one? The what one? Kinnear? Yeah, Kinnear. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. That was another Money in a Movie Club. Yeah. We, we, we stayed after and watched it, I think. Yeah, I think so. I watched this after work with somebody. Um, I secretly watched Midsummer again. I know. I think you told me about this like a couple weeks ago, right? No, no, I watched it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. I watched it laying in bed one night. Yeah, like a, you're a lunatic. Yeah. I'm dozing in and out of sleep. I, I really like. Yeah, I'm sure I, it becomes a better movie when you take your interpretation of it, but um, it's not my interpretation, and I think it's a really shitty story. Right, but that's why my interpretation is right, because it makes it a better movie. It makes you like it, right? Yeah. Um, so He's Out There is on Prime in this Hollywood section, and um, I just want to like give this movie a shout-out, because it's a terrible movie, but as I've watched so many bad movies in COVID, it's one of my favorite of the terrible movies, because it's so fucking absurd that it's really fun to laugh at. Um, and that stars... Um, uh, Yvonne Shavonsky from um, oh. Chuck. Um, but it's really bad, but I really like had a good time watching it like um, because I was drinking, but also because it's just ludicrous. Have you ever watched... Oh, right, that was the one you told me about. Have you ever watched um, Xtro? X-T-R-O? No. It's an early 80s um, alien horror movie. Okay. Apparently there's an Xtro 3, which I didn't know about, that's from 2009. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to watch that movie and see um mm-hmm. see what's up with that. Sure. Especially because like twenty twenty four years later. Right. How is how is Sweeney Todd buried so deep in this list? Um that's pretty funny. I'm I mean de- Oh, there's past- Godsend. I found Godsend now. Okay, there we go. If they're in order, I'm past it. Because I'm really far ahead of that, but let me tell you, let me tell you something else with these streaming services. And this is the only last thing I say tonight because I was thinking about this today. How much I fucking hate Netflix anymore. Um, is I want Netflix to have a re- they. So my iPad has a recently added category. I don't know if my TV does or not, but um, I know I can click recently added on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it brings up all of those damn categories. Just like you're scrolling on Prime right now, same thing on fucking Netflix. Like you just scroll through. And it has all these categories. I want Netflix. I want all of these streaming services, actually. But Netflix, because they have a recently added section, it's like they're more egregious. I want recently added 
and all I want is like a timestamp on the motherfucker. Like I want to know the fucking hour, minute, and second that this thing was actually put up on the streaming service, and I want it in order, chronologically, reverse chronological order, going backwards, so I can just see what's been added, like by timestamp, and not like by algorithm and what you want to show me. I am so sick of this shit. Like with these streaming services, not just telling me what's been recently added. You're asking an awful lot. Like Shutter doesn't. Yes, like that's the, true. Why can't everybody else do it? Because Netflix is trying to push shit on you. Hmm. I mean, I don't have any other way I to got, say I it. Got, I actually got legit heated there for a second. Because <laughs> Netflix is trying to, like, they have their things they want you to watch. And so, hmm. you know, they got, like, you go to recently add it, and there's something you watched, like, four months ago on there, all of a sudden. And it's like, eh, I don't think that's that recent. But that's it's just like fucking... It's like Chrome. Like, I had to sign out a fucking Chrome this past week because my students, like, are, like, trying to find opposition for their research essays. Um, and I'm trying to, like, help them and shit like that. So I'm having to look up, like, all this, like, alt-right type shit to try to find arguments for them that oppose, like, their research topics. And I forgot to sign out at first. So now, like, you know, Google is, like, trying to feed me the, the New York Post, um, like, all day every day like hey you you hate black people right like um it's awful like this algorithm shit is the worst thing that's ever happened to um um peace in our time that's a that's a bold statement but i i think you're probably right so that's it then right that's the end of the podcast. Now we're done. Oh, good. That means I don't have to watch um, these last two action movies. Oh, no. Right now. Well, no, you still got to watch those. And no, you got to. Yeah. No, you're not getting out of this cage shit. Like, you started this and now you got to finish it. I don't. I mean, who can remember who started what? You know? Death, Death is the only way you get out of this at this point. <sighs> well, it's been a good one. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good night.